0: So let's pick things up at line 150, where we find the merchant again in the thick of his misogyny and full of irony. In this little section, he supports his arguments that wives are wonderful, an argument he's making very ironically, of course, with four examples of biblical matriarchs, um, namely uh, Rebecca, Judith, Abigail and uh, Esther, all of whom he cites as examples of women who've done exemplary work. Exemplary work, However, when you pry beneath the surface and into the details of these stories, all of them prevailed by using uh, deception or by using betrayal and proved themselves guilty of uh, the fact that women cannot be trusted. He then goes on to cite another couple of um, auctorites, uh, namely Seneca who tells us that um, there is no thing uh, greater than a humble wife. He offers us, he endorses the advice of Cato, uh, the Roman philosopher Cato, who told us to command, uh, to obey our wives and to suffer, um, endure um, everything they tell us to do, that they are keepers of our husbandry. They will uh, keep our household and they will manage our affairs. In fact, he warns us that not to have a wife is to risk um, real unhappiness. Well may the sick man bewail and weep, there is is no wife the house to keep. He also offers us, the merchant offers us the warning uh, that we must uh, love our wife as Christ loved his church. Uh, giving us also the conditional, if thou lovest thyself, thou lovest thy wife, um, an idea that builds on the biblical notion that um, husband and wife are one flesh, um, and therefore that we wouldn't uh, ever look after, you know, fail to look after our own flesh. So therefore, we must also cherish thy wife as if she is ourself. Um, He tells us, he advises us that they being so knit there may no harm betide. In other words, you know, if you are knit to your wife then no harm can befall you. Of course words that strongly contradict the negative impression of of marriage, uh, his own marriage that he gave us in his prologue.